today on CityCast Salt Lake. Whether or not you're a BYU alum, there's a good chance you've heard of the BYU Virginity Club Instagram page. The BYU Virginity Club describes itself as, quote, a Utah-based club dedicated to preserving and promoting virginity on college campuses. But if you haven't been to this page, go ahead and pause the pod, open your Instagram, and give it a scroll. Then tell me how much you think it's satire or not, because that's the question we're trying to answer today. How much of this is satire and who is it for? With me today are two BYU alums who live in Salt Lake and have thoughts. You know disability advocate Shelby Hinsey, and you might know Cassie Bingham. She's the associate director of UVU's Center for Social Impact, and she's the girlfriend of our newsletter editor, Therina Ria. It's Monday, August 8th, 2022. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. All right, everyone, we're gathered here today to discuss the BYU Virginity Club. We have a lot of questions. Uh, Cassie Bingham, why don't you kick us off? What is your relationship with this Instagram page? How does it make you feel? Um, So I, I feel like I have like, personal connection to the page because I'm a BYU alum, um, mm-hmm. graduated from BYU in 2013. And I was like a pretty like orthodox practicing Mormon all the way till probably around 2015. Mm-hmm. Haven't been since then. And so I feel like I have both a lived experience perspective of like, um, okay, this is funny. This is about like virgins. I was virginal at BYU. I want to, yeah. I want to look at this, <laughs> but then I also right. have the, you know, the post Mormon, like looking back, looking at this Instagram account, trying to figure out, I think the big question around the account is, is it satire? Um, yeah. and, um, in, in kind of like trying to catch the jokes where they are, figure out what's supposed to be a joke, what's not, what's in earnest. And so, yeah, that's my curiosity around it. Yeah. Shelby Hensey, when did you discover this page and what was your initial response? So I've known about this page probably, what is time anymore? I don't even know. It's been a couple years that I've known about it. I I started seeing people um, sharing it on Instagram stories. And my relationship is confusion. Okay. Because, you know, half the time I'm like, okay, obviously this is satire. And then half the time I'm like, but is it? Right. Which, you know, means if it is satire, it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. I also graduated from BYU in 2014, and I would consider myself still a practicing member of the church. Um, So it's definitely been, like, thought-provoking to me, Mm. whether it's real or satire. It's made me think about a lot of different things, but I don't know that it's the best way to have those conversations. Right. What do you think the page aims to do? I'm curious for both of you. Like, Cassie, what do you think the page aims to do? I think on one hand, they're trying to call out purity culture, like sexual purity culture in Mm -hmm. Mormonism as like a niche, but also probably like greater like Christian culture or like organized religion culture in, in the West. And so some of their stuff that's been like really funny to me, they used to do like Virgin of the Week. Yeah. And those kind of like progressively got more obvious that it was people just being like, I'm <laughs> like, I'm really hot and cool 
that yeah. doesn't mean I can't be a virgin. Like they can exist at once, you know, and it, it was pretty funny. Right. They had like a married couple in that series that was like, <laughs> we're married, but we're proud members of this club, you know, like just because you're married doesn't mean you have to have sex. So really right. like tongue in cheek, but also like not subtle way of being like, what is up with like purity culture? And I don't know that this page would be the best way to have a conversation about sexual purity culture and like shame because mm-hmm. a lot of like both both like practicing Mormons and like post Mormons or ex-Mormons, however they identify, there's a huge conversation around shame with sex. And so probably not the page to use to educate about that, but definitely mm-hmm. a page that I think might get some people who are in those conversations. And I also say that I really like how they're commenting on like political and like social topics through this lens, this like whack lens of like BYU virgins and just getting more and more like wacky. And it's Mm -hmm. funny to see people interact with it in the comments because some people like don't know how to handle the juxtaposition of like, wait, we're talking about climate change and BYU virgins. Right. Right. One of their most recent posts, which was like, if you have less less sex, like it could lessen your climate anxiety because you won't necessarily be contributing to the climate crisis as much. And it's like, we're just like deep in this rabbit hole. And I think you brought up something interesting, which is like the comments are their own. Like you could have a whole separate like Finsta that was like the BYU virginity club comments section Instagram, which is just screenshots because the comment section is an absolute rodeo. And like, to your point, I would agree, Cassie, with your assertion that like it kind of in the beginning, I more was like, is this real? Is this a joke? Like you'd see one post and be like, this isn't real. And then you'd see another and be like, oh my God, maybe it is. I don't know. But like the comments are still a place where you can still experience that because occasionally I'll read a comment and be like, I truly do not know if this comment is satire. <laughs> like, I don't know if this person is is here with us on in the same way in this joke. Who do you think runs this account, Shelby? Like, if you had to guess. I would say it's definitely a guy. Hmm. Um, probably a BYU student or just post-graduation um from my time at BYU um there's definitely like some like bro-y kind of mm. guys who just have that sense of humor and would find this funny mm-hmm. and they're probably doing a lot of making out on Saturday night and then going to church in the morning mm-hmm. on Sunday um that that's my best guess yeah and you know I think it's interesting because we don't talk as much about how purity culture impacts men. I think we talk about it more, how it impacts women. So I think that's an interesting conversation. Hmm. And then I also think, you know, on the flip side of that, there is a conversation of like, you know, you can be a college student and have fun and do good things without having a body count. You know, Hmm. there's this idea of like, you're masculine if you, only if you have a body count. Mm -hmm. And by body count, you mean like number of people you've had sex with? Yes, yes. So, so I think you know it's an interesting conversation of where's that, where's that balance, and how do you balance, you know, not having shame in either direction? Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe they're doing a good job because we're having that conversation now. Yeah, yeah. But it is funny. You think it's funny? I think it's funny. Yeah, because I think I can see the satiricalness of it and how some of these things that we say 
when you just stretch them a little bit further, it's like, oh, that is that is weird that that's how we talk or what we think about. So I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm curious, Cassie, who do you think this page is for? Because that's something I've really been trying to figure out. Yeah, I was actually like meditating on that wall you were speaking, Shelby, because I'm like, for me, being like a person of color, I'm I'm half black. And so BYU was like a hard environment for me to feel like belonging in. And I feel like a lot of people feel like that at BYU who maybe feel either perceive or really like don't fit the like mainstream culture of BYU. Like even in my time, you know, at BYU, this account might have not been existing, but I saw a lot of different like satirical or like in the realm of like mocking, like self mockery stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like almost wondering if if who's running the account and also who the account is for is people who are literally in like real time processing trauma that might be trauma for them and not trauma for others. Right. Depending on what your positionality is and and everything. And then also I'm I'm queer, you know, I'm I'm gay. And so mm-hmm. I view, you know, virginity as a construct because I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't see myself as a virgin, but I really only have sex with women, you know. And so right. for some people that's not the definition of vir- of virginity, right? Like virginity is like losing your virginity has to be penetration. And to me I'm right. like, oh, that was never my definition for virginity. So it's interesting mm-hmm. to me because I guess from my very niche perspective I'm like maybe this is for people like me where it's like we can kind of heal a little bit because sometimes the page especially with the virgin of the week I was like I wonder if these people really are like they consider themselves virgins they're proud of it but they're also like willing to be like this is funny like this is like really weird in like mainstream American society and I'm like willing to like do a little bit of like self-deprecating humor here. Yeah. You know, and so I feel like, I don't know, there's like a lot of people it could be for. Yeah. Like the version of the week thing was like, here's this person, here's their full name, here's their photo. Like it was a very forward thing to do. And you are a little bit kind of throwing yourself on the into the gauntlet. And in doing so, acknowledging your relationship with whatever that dominant culture is that you're satirizing, because in order for you to effectively do it, you have to be connected enough that like it does cause people to sort of raise their eyebrows and be like, well, is this serious? And so I'm like, I think that's a really interesting choice to be like, I'm all in enough on this joke. I think this joke is either fun enough or valuable enough for me to put my face on it. I think also, you know, there's a there's a really interesting dichotomy within like LDS culture of on one hand, you know, we're a peculiar people and we want to be seen as different mm. and we want to, you know, share our beliefs and share what we think and and whether that's, you know, through humor or being serious, whatever. But then on the flip side of that also, we have especially recently this very intense desire to be in the in-group as well, which is currently this, you know, conservative evangelical Christian group Mm -hmm. that really promotes this purity culture, which to me is funny because they don't think we're Christians and we're all going to hell. And it's like they only want you when you're valuable to them. Mm. So I think part of it is we are very comfortable with, like, yeah, I'm weird and I do things differently and I'm proud of it while also trying to be like, but I'm also just like you. Hmm. I'm normal, but I'm also different. So I think that kind of plays off of 
that idea as well that's very dominant in the broader culture. Mm. Yeah. Whenever posture comes up in conversation, we all do that thing where we immediately sit upright and pull our shoulders back. Did you do it just now? I did a movement session with Chandler at Embodied Patients, and after a few gentle corrections, I was surprised to find sitting up straight is incredibly easy. Chandler's practice combines over a decade of study in yoga, Pilates, and the Alexander Technique. So why should you invest in your posture? Let's start with the link between better posture and better breathing. Whether you're returning to activity from an injury, looking to manage pain, or just have the sense things could be a little easier, Chandler will teach you to create sustainable movement habits so that you can enjoy the things you love for longer. Maybe that's running marathons. Maybe it's walking the dog. Visit embodiedpatients.com to book a session with Chandler and give yourself the gift of your own attention. Another account that I like, I don't follow because I think I'd be ashamed to follow it, <laughs> but I feel like it's like adjacent. It's not okay. a satirical account. It's a it's a party account. It's an entertainment uh, company ran by a former BYU student. It's called Young Dumb. I hate it. I hate it so <laughs> they much. Throw, they throw, they like their founders, at least the, the main founder is like a very outspoken, proud, active member of the church right his name yes. is Kwaku he's on Twitter yeah and um but like the I'm blocked on Twitter <laughs> a lot of people are blocked by him but the, and but his um but like the party like business that he runs the branding and the content are like blonde thin women with like a lot of cleavage always midriff showing always booty shorts right yeah but at the same time Kwaku's like super outspoken about how proud he is that he's a virgin that he's like temple going and like he mm. also like encourages other people to do that and it's like he literally will have that back to back with like promoting his party content so to me that's like a perfect example of what Shelby's saying and also kind of plays into like the BYU virgins page well and when you set it up like that like looking at the BYU virginity club page and then looking at the young dumb page like i think it perfectly illustrates why there is always this tiny piece in the back of my head that's like, is this real? <laughs> because that is basically the case is like you look to other corners of the Internet and you're like, I don't know if this if this is real, then by the transitive property, that's also could be real. So before we go, let's just do a quick vote here. Uh, Shelby, you start. Is this page 100 percent satire? Um, I'm going to go like 95% satire. Mm, okay. And, and well, oh gosh, I, <laughs> I don't know. know. I know. Yes, I think it is, satir- it is satirical. And in order to be satirical, you have to understand and believe some of the principles mm. that you're satirizing. Hmm. Interesting. Or have believed them at some point. Hmm. So, yes, satirical. More tongue-in-cheek, I would almost say. Okay cheeky okay yeah the classic like the best jokes are true comedy principle yeah cassie what about you i was also gonna go the percentage route which shelby and i must we must be diplomats but i uh (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say like 75 percent though i guess with a caveat as well like yes it's satire 
Um, mm-hmm. And similar to what Shelby said, I think at least one, I, I bet there's multiple either founders or like runners of the account. Mm-hmm. I bet at least one of them is still like holding to virginity as like a religious personal standard. Hmm. That's what I think. Okay. That's specific. (laughs) Thank you both so much for your time and your thoughts on this. I am going to keep trying to get to the bottom of who runs this account. And I hope that I will have news for you both soon on maybe answers to some of our questions. Here's hoping. Awesome. Thanks so much, Allie. I don't know. I don't want to know. You don't don't want to know? know. (laughs) I want to know. I do want to know. Okay. (laughs) Tell me as soon as you find out. Okay, perfect. Well, friends, I did track down the person who runs this account, or at least the character who runs this account. Here's our conversation. Hello there. Hey. How you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, you can never really rest when you're on the march, but doing well. (laughs) Let's talk about what you're on the march for. So, of course, everyone in Utah and beyond is speculating about whether the BYU Virginity Club is a stunt, if it's satire, or if this is a genuine pursuit. What do you say? So, it's it's real. Um, In fact, I think the fact that people keep asking whether it's real kind of proves the whole premise, which is Mm. that virginity is a stigmatized concept. It's not okay to be abstinent in America. And so when someone says they're abstinent and I think we should promote abstinence, everyone's like, oh, you must be joking because they don't take abstinence seriously. Mm. I guess then that when you think of purity culture, you see the threat being what? Um, Lack of purity. Sorry, is that what you mean? (laughs) Why did you start this page? Um, We wanted to bring attention to the fact that the vast majority of college students are graduating from college having had sexual relations. Um, Mm -hmm. We think this is an affront to good Christian values and not just Christian, but across multiple faiths. We are inclusive of all faiths and we found that this is a common value Many people are having sex because they feel pressured into it because of hookup culture or party culture. And so we think it's necessary to form this movement to create a space where people can be abstinent without that pressure from popular society. Got it. You all have started selling merch, so you're going the corporate route. (laughs) Um, I wouldn't say that at all. We're just a very small team, and so... The merch helps us continue to run the page. And also, um, people are always asking about merch. Like, we we didn't come up with the idea. It was because people were asking us to make it. And so, yeah, it's been very popular. But how do you feel about the fact that so many people are wearing your merch themselves in satire? Um, we're not aware of anyone who's wearing our merch, ironically. As far as we know, only official club members have purchased merch. Of course, someone can always buy buy it and wear it in a disrespectful way, but that's true of any sort of religious garb or like activist garb. Like someone could always take it, twist it in their own way. Hmm. I, I thought I saw somewhere that there was some merch you all were selling and the proceeds were being donated to a nonprofit. Is that right? So for Pride Month, we did a virgin pride shirt. 
um, okay. with the word pride being rainbow. And we yeah. donated a good chunk of the proceeds towards the Trevor Project and then BYU's yeah. Out Foundation, um, which are some really cool queer advocacy groups. Yeah. Can I ask how you identify the founder? Not necessarily your name or any like personal information, but like, do you identify as male? Do you identify as LDS? I am male and I'm an LDS BYU student. Got it. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. So satire or not? Well, art's in the eye of the beholder, I guess. But either way, if they're donating their merch proceeds to the Trevor Project, a national suicide hotline for LGBTQ youth, they're fine with me. That's all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. Hey, our Wednesday show is about the best breakfast burritos in Salt Lake City. If you've got a favorite, give us a call and make your case. We might play it on the show, 801-203-0137. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Bye. Bye.